We live on uh, YouTube, actually. Uh, hey, YouTube. Hey, hey, hey. And shout out to anybody <laughs> listening on any of the audio platforms. It is the Mina's House podcast, episode 183. I'm Mina Say What? I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe. Welcome. Woo. We all have been out and about. Mm-hmm. And I'm just glad that we can make it here together. Shayna's been in a different country. Well, apparently I'm out of space right now. You know? <laughs> me, me and Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, we all up here. You know, checking it out for y'all. <laughs> uh, I just came back from Nashville. Garnett, you've been in New Jersey, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Shaking and moving, baby. Shaking and moving. Yo, let me tell you, I went to Nashville for the opening of the uh, National African-American Museum of Music. Mm-hmm. And I've never been to Nashville. And Nashville is a vibe. Like, yeah. people need to go to Nashville. And when I think of Nashville, I'm like, oh, it's country. It's definitely country, but it's definitely a vibe. Like, you're going like, to hear country music everywhere downtown and... I like the food is banging like there's live music everywhere. I don't know half the songs, but I didn't even care (laughs) because there was liquor flowing and good food, good pizza. They have this thing called hot chicken where it's like it's literally hot chicken, like hot as in spicy. So they they have like this scale of spice and you can tell them what you want on the scale of spice. And you can get everything from mild to hot. Um, hold on. Let me look up the picture. Probably got Inferno, something. I yes. That's, you, see, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm so they got a, here's the picture from the actual, like the restaurant, right? Okay. So at the bottom, you see it says hot scale. So they have plain, light, mild, mild, medium, hot, X hot, XX hot, and then triple X hot. Mm-mm. So there was no way I was doing the triple X hot. That sounds like a bathroom problem right there. <laughs> that yep. sounds like that show that that sports show where they have people eating them hot wings, the the, mm-hmm. the, the athletes. Mm-hmm. Yo, so they I was literally I had the best time, y'all. Yeah, I need to go to Nashville. I never thought I would say that, but Nashville is popping. I've never been, but I've heard nothing but great things about Nashville. Nothing but great things. So. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see a lot of people of color, but <laughs> it was still fun. Right. I, I heard it was a pretty big college town as well. It is. It is. I know a lot of people, people of color that went to college here, and that's why they love it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a grand time. So I, I encourage everybody to go there and go on a little strip Broadway. It's like how Bourbon Street is in New Orleans or South Street is in Philly. Broadway and Nashville is that same kind of vibe craziness. They have these tours going around. One tour is being like um, th- there's a tractor that's like driving people around a tractor in the middle of the street with the cars only in Nashville. Right. There's another tour where there's a hot tub and people are literally touring. <laughs> They're touring Nashville, sitting in a hot, hot tub. tub though. <laughs> uh, I saw a strip club inside of a bus. Like there was literally poles and strippers in a bus. I was like, yo, Nashville is wild. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to take you, Shayna. Yes, we should definitely go. We were have fun. Mm-hmm. Hot girl summer. Okay. 
Um, so let's get what's in our get into what's in our feed because there's a lot to talk about. Hopefully, Dexter will join us. As he's having some uh Zoom issues. But Trick Daddy in a clubhouse conversation uh was talking about Beyonce and RB, and he said that Beyonce cannot sing, however. He did say that Beyonce is to R&B what Jay-Z was to New York rap. So mm-hmm. obviously in New York rap, Jay-Z, when Biggie died, Jay-Z was the guy, you know, I mean, Jay-Z or Nas, arguably, whatever. They had that beef. But the whole Beyonce can't sing thing kind of didn't strike people the right way. The beehive is mad. But I started to think, can Beyonce really sing? Like, is Beyonce a singer or is she an entertainer? We need to have that conversation. She's actually both. And she's one of the few. So I would just put her in entertainer category if it wasn't for the moments that she takes. Because people do think she's just a performer, entertainer. And she takes moments generally. And I've been to almost every Beyonce concert. Or even the ones I ain't been to, I watched on like live from the Wembley and all them. I watched on live. <laughs> but she takes those moments to really sing, like really sing a song like Ave Maria, really sing because she does want people to understand that she can actually sing. And that's the thing is, I'm like, if you know anything about Beyonce and know her, her father was, which is how she was more the front runner, not just because Matthew was her dad, like the vocal, like when he says she has vocal coaches, okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, like, making your voice stronger. And I think she has. I think she's made it stronger than when, like, Destiny's Child was first out. But I think that's why she takes those moments and opportunity to purposely not dance and sing. So it's like, y'all need to understand I can sing. You know what I mean? So when he said that, I'm like, well, I don't get the knock on her having a vocal coach because that's just, like, anything else. Again, you you a public speaker, you can get a public speaking coach. Like, I just right. don't. I don't understand what the knock was like that she's different or or it, he was making it seem like it bore her down a notch because she needed a vocal coach. And again, that could just be, I have this skill, but I want to be better at the skill I have. It doesn't mean I don't have it. Right. Yeah. How about you, Garnett? Like as a guy, you know, just listening to Beyonce's music, does she strike you as a singer? Of course, yeah. I, I looked at that statement. I, I, you know, I, I respect Trick Daddy for everything he means to the South and what he brought to, you know, the game and stuff like that. So his opinion, you know, is valid in a sense, but I don't agree with it at all. I do believe Beyonce can sing. I think that's, you know, almost laughable in the sense. Um, now, will you rank her probably the greatest singer of all time? Right. Maybe not. You know, everybody can't have a voice like Fetty Wap. Come on now. So, so, you know, everybody can't be Big Fetty. But uh, yeah, I mean, when she, yeah, of course, I mean, she's been groomed as a a child to be able to do this. And like Shana was saying, you know, basketball, uh, basketball players have shooting coaches all the time. That don't make them less of a shooter. That just means that somebody that's practicing their craft. That's it, because there's always room to improve. But she showcases her talent day in and day out, album in, album out, performance in, performance out. That, yeah, she can sing. She can blow. She she lets everybody know that where you can't put me in a category with this woman because 
I can turn the music off behind me and do it myself. And then on top of that, she's a complete entertainer, like Shana was saying. You, I don't, it's not too many things bad you can say about Beyonce. She may not be the greatest singer of all time, but yes, she can sing and she does that very well. I do think that, you know, maybe his standpoint, because he said something about Jay-Z as well, talk about, you know, not being one of his greats. I think, you know, some of the older down South rappers that had to fight so hard or just musicians period had to fight so hard to you know get their name up or get the south recognized that sometimes they have to you know slight other people in order for you know them to big up people from down south or from where they're from you know because they did have to work hard they 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 were overlooked a lot of the time so i think some of that you know is is probably from that where you know he probably knows a girl or there here or two that he thinks that can sing better than her, but never got the shot or only did background, you know, background singing. So yeah, I, I man, this is this is crazy. She she she's one of the greatest of all time. Like you you can't you can't front on her with that at all. You know what? I think I'm somewhere in the middle between both of you guys. I didn't I don't think Beyonce was always a singer. You know, when she started with Beyonce, um, I, I don't, you know, she, to me, just because you can carry a tune doesn't mean you're a singer. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when she first started with Destiny's Child, I think, you know, she was she was she was singing. But but I definitely think that her singing ability has gotten better throughout time. Mm -hmm. You know, when she first got on the scene, she didn't she wasn't like a singer in my head. She was more so like a part of a group and an entertainment an entertainer. Could she sing? Yes. But there's a difference between being a singer and being able to sing. Does that make sense? Like Aretha Franklin is a singer. You know what I'm saying? Like Patti LaBelle, she's a singer. You know what I'm saying? They're singers. They're, it's like a different level. Um, I think Beyonce has worked up to a level where she is getting there, but I don't think she's always been there. I think that she started off singing, you know, and being an entertainer, which Rihanna did as well. Mm -hmm. You know, when Rihanna first started, her, I think her vocal abilities are a lot better now. But when she first started, I didn't she she didn't seem like a singer to me. She just she was so, an entertainer that could sing. I still think Rihanna's an entertainer and I love her. I just don't think she's a singer. I love her. I love her. I just still don't think she's a singer. Yeah. I mean, and again, you know, I think, you know, I, I mean, she's definitely better than what she used to be. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like even Needed Me or some of the, you know, later songs where she worked on on her vocals a little bit more. You could tell that she's been working with a coach. But um, I do think Beyonce can sing. I just don't put her in the category as, as Patti LaBelle or, you know what I'm saying? Or Aretha Franklin or Tony yeah. Braxton or Mary J. Blige or Mary some Bob. of these powerhouse R&B vocals that we've had. You know, I just I don't put her in that same category, but I wouldn't say she can't sing like for him to oversimplify it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't say Beyonce can't sing. She can sing. She's just not, in my opinion, she's not a singer, you know? And by singer, I mean, like, you go, you know, like, again, the name people I just named, the Tony Braxes, the, the Mary J. Blige's, the, the, you know, those people with those iconic, you know, strong vocals. I would agree with you on some of those. Now, I think she's a better singer than Mary J. Blige. But the funny thing about some of those people are they don't, Although we they give us entertainment, they're not really entertainers. Like right. they just sing. Like that's what they do. They just sing. And I think for her to have mastered both, 
is really an art because there's not too many people that can do both. You have these people that can just entertain you and then you have these people that can just sing and it's very hard to find the people that can do both. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll never forget, and not that it's about her, but even Lady Gaga, I didn't know that she could really sing because we used to her just entertaining and being a performer, mm -hmm. but she did the same thing. I felt like Beyonce, she started taking out the time like, oh no, y'all gonna respect this voice right here and not think I'm just a gimmick. I can actually sing. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and like I said, it's but then they also got to go with sales and sometimes the entertainment pushes more than their their like their vocal ability which is again why i feel like beyonce takes those moments to just sing yeah and i don't want the beehive to take this any kind of way because they're already attacking trick daddy oh get you they give it one wow, star nina you is a beehive member and you already know no i love i love i love beyonce i i i adore beyonce i think she's so incredible she's the great, greatest entertainer of our time period i mean it's be her between her and chris brown but i think she really beats out chris brown i think chris brown is like a close second but it's what we're talking about vocal range that's all we're talking about because i started to think does he have a point you know um can beyonce sing yes but I, she's not the best singer yeah as you stated garnett you know she she's she doesn't have a Patti LaBelle voice. You know what I'm saying? Like th these people that are there, they like you literally are brought to tears with with the power of their voice. You know, she's not that kind of singer um, just vocally. Her music touches me. I've I've cried to a lot of her music, but, um, you know, vocally, I, in my opinion, just don't think that she's the best singer. Just me personally. Mm. But she can mm -hmm. sing. Okay, let's clean it I up. I wouldn't say them. she can't sing. <laughs> clean I, it up those are, the no. come. What? That's to clean it up before the beehive come. <laughs> no, and that's why I keep trying to say it's not that she can't sing. She's not the greatest singer, though. That she's not a, a power, a powerhouse vocalist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sitting there like, oh my god, did she hit that note? Or you know, I just I'm not. I've been to a thousand Beyonce concerts. Not really. I've probably been to like five. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it, I would never say she can't sing. But let's be honest. Like, think about the greatest singer in your mind. Think about it. I already told you mine. Who's yeah. yours? Well, yours is ridiculous. I don't think, obviously, <laughs> well, I don't Betty think she's Wap. the greatest singer. I don't think she's the greatest singer, but. Betty Wap can't sing, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, got it wrong. <laughs> but who's who's the best singer in your mind, Shayna? Best singer ever. So it's gonna be a tie between Whitney Houston. Whitney. And I actually gotta say like Mariah Carey. Mariah. So vocally, does Beyonce even sit on that? Come on, y'all. No. no, but Mariah Carey definitely is not an entertainer. And Whitney Houston really wasn't. Right. So that's that's just that's just the, that's just the separation I'm trying to make here, y'all. I'm not trying to say Beyonce can't sing. I'm just saying that she's not the best singer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for you know, it's an oversimplification to say she can't sing because she she clearly can. But um, I think her entertainment abilities are are a lot better than vocally what she can do range wise mm -hmm. and she has gotten better at that and he tried to make her out to be like i don't know like fetty wap like she's <laughs> like 
He tried to like diminish her to like, like she is one of the horrible people that try out for American Idol in a voice the way he was coming at her. Like it definitely like Dex said, I don't, or Garnett said, I don't know if it was driven from Jay Z hate, but it was something deep within here that he was coming with that from. Yeah, it was either that or some knowledge. Maybe we don't. Maybe he been in a booth with her. I don't know. Can you speak to him? (laughs) (laughs) Something. Wait, and then I went on social media and people were like uploading clips of Beyonce singing. And it didn't make their case. (laughs) I was I'm sorry. I was like, this is the clip you chose. No, but did y'all see what the Beehive did to his uh, restaurant? Yes. They put they one on your like restaurant. It's roaches everywhere. It's nasty. And That's then they got bees <laughs> after they reviews. They give them one star. Ain't never been there. That's got milk. You know that pulls down your overall rating when people start rating like that. Listen, I don't want no smoke with the beehive. I, I never said she can't sing. All I'm saying is she's not the best singer. And the beehive no. need, need, to be, need to be honest with themselves. You need to take a hard look internally. And, and and if you're offended by what I've said, you need to take a hard look internally. But I think that's an argument. He never said, if he was just like, she ain't the greatest singer in the world, people would be like, okay. Yeah. He was like, child can't sing, can't sing. at all. That's he was like, she need to go have a seat. She can't sing. No, she could sing. She's just not Mariah or, or Tony or Whitney. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she's not that. She's gotten no. better. Those are like super elite names, like once in a generation type of like mm-hmm. voices that, yeah, those are, those are like literally gift from God. You know, right. They, they probably Whitney's also- name was The Voice. Her nickname was The Voice because that's how rare that came around. To your and point. she from Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> and Fetty Watt from New Jersey, too. Fetty Watt does not count. I don't even know why Garnett said it. Yes, he do. He wanted the greatest R&B Singers of our generation. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Fetty Wap. I remember when uh, his songs came out, I was like, this is a modern day love song. And people were <laughs> people were reading me. I'm like, Fetty Wap is talking about love. Don't y'all yeah, hear the lyrics? Yeah, <laughs> this but is love he's talking about. We're going that deep on Fetty Wap. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. T-Pain has been doing a lot. Um. Ever since the mass singer T-Pain has really like I felt like he was kind of like very dormant. And then after the mass singer, all these things started happening for him. And in a recent interview, he actually talked about how Usher had told him that he had effed up music. Because remember, T-Pain is responsible for all the autotune that we hear now. Mm-hmm. And even Jay-Z was like, you know, uh, tell T-Pain, no, F that autotune because we on. Remember that lyric? Mm-hmm. Like. T-Pain came out, used auto-tune. People was pissed. Jay-Z said we on to the next from the auto-tune. Apparently, Usher in private said he effed up music for real singers because auto-tune makes it sound like you can carry uh, Mm -hmm. a note, speaking of singing, but you can't. So I wanted to kind of talk about that. Like, did T-Pain mess up music? Because now we got all these rappers using auto-tune and and all these non-singers adjusting their voice. You know, uh, so it sounds like they can carry a tune, but then they sing it live and they can't. Did he really mess up music? No, that's another thing. That's like people just hate change so much. I was like asking if Steve Jobs messed up the cell phone. No, he didn't. (laughs) 
he 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 innovated it and other people caught on to it. So now he changed the game for what it is. Like some of these people wish that they had enough power to have people go in that direction. So I mean, he made it a whole lot easier for what it is and he made what worked for him. And that's a person that was just really trying to get on, trying to make a life for himself and he did. It's not his fault that he made it sound so good and made it seem so easy to do something that now everybody wants to follow the trend. So no, I don't I don't think he messed it up at all. Soldier Boy gets flat for a lot of stuff as well, but now you still see it around. It's like how do you diss somebody and then like take their whole style? So like, <laughs> like I, I, I can see if Jay-Z didn't use auto-tune before, but he has. He's put auto-tune on his voice before. So has Usher, even on some of his new albums. So it's like, how, like how, how dare you go and say that, but then run and do the same thing because now yeah. it's the norm. Yeah, I, 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 that's the only thing I compare it to is really the, the iPhone. Look at our phones. You know, they were big boxes and squares, the blocks. And Steve Jobs came through and said, man, it shouldn't be like that. I'm pretty sure that whole industry wanted to hate him too until they figured out, oh, I can make some money off of this too a little bit. I can make my business a whole lot better. So now nah, T-Pain is actually like one of the greatest people of our generation as He's well. He's like Fetty Wap. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He, he Greatness. Like you, you can't, you can't play his music and be like, oh, this is just the, the worst thing ever. Like, why would he know? He came through. He made the block hot. Like Jay-Z said, you made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. He wasn't the first person to do it, but he was somebody that innovated the game. So, yeah, I really feel like, man, people people hate change, especially when they aren't involved. If they were getting them same checks, I don't think they would be mad. Yo, T-Pain uh, walked so Fetty Wap can run. <laughs> you know what, both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep this going. It's the theme today. We it's like a Fetty Wap appreciation day. All of Fetty Wap's music <laughs> is auto-tuned. Literally, it's Fetty Wap needs to thank T-Pain for his whole career. And I, that's why I won't say he effed up music, but I do hate people like Fetty Wap. That all they do is they don't feel like they can sing because there's auto too. And then, you know, and I think it's hard because we come from like Philly, Jersey area where we got real singers. And you be knowing these people that really can sing, but then these people that can't sing, but have auto too, be blowing up. Right. So that's where it becomes a little, but I wouldn't say he effed it up. Again, you got to do, music is all about being innovative and creative and changing. So he did what work for him. And that's a great thing. Like you said, it was a, a genius move for his time. So he didn't mess it up. But I do wish that people would stop using it. <laughs> and people are a little less and less. It's mainly the rappers. But they, you know, the rappers want to be singers. Just like they want to be basketball players. <laughs> you know what, though? Um, it's funny how people, like, get on, like, T-Pain and then, like, I remember as a kid listening to this song, I think it's like Zap and Roger. And it's oh, like, Roger's, yeah, Roger's yeah, they had the computer um, line. Yeah, that's like the used, original auto tune like, thing. Right. They started auto tune. So, like, why y'all mad at T Pain? The crazy part is T Pain was saying that it put him into like a whole depression. Like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And now people want Usher to apologize. To <laughs> I should stay getting in trouble when he should just not. He's staying getting caught in somebody's drama. <laughs> and Im imagine, to your point, Garnett, imagine telling someone they effed up music, right? And Usher 
Like I, T Pain looked up to Usher. Like who didn't look up to Usher? Like everybody looked up to Usher. He sang, you know, he danced. He was an entertainer, performer, and Usher was like the hottest thing moving at one point. Imagine being T Pain and Usher. The hottest thing moving moving tells you that. Like what? Yeah, it's like completely deflating. Yeah. Like, and uh, I, I mean, he said he went into a whole depression. I mean, I hope the checks was helping him get out that depression because <laughs> it don't matter what Usher tells me. If the checks is coming in, I don't care right. what you got to say to me. This is working. Right. Well, yeah, that, that just seemed like, you know, it was a part of the industry, like turning their back on him in a sense. You know, I'm pretty sure he couldn't get a verse or couldn't do this or couldn't do that when you got the biggest rapper in the game talking about we don't do auto tune no more. It's like, yeah, that hurts. And then you, somebody like a legend, like you said, like Usher, where he was simply trying to be you. He doesn't have the abilities that you have, but I'm going to give do do my best. Yeah. But I, I still don't think he's Usher. No, I, T-Pain can sing. We yeah. learned that from the mass singer, which is yeah. the irony. Yeah. You can sing and you still put auto tune on your voice. Right. Right. It's creative. Yeah. Yep. He just wanted to do something different. I just thought it was funny because remember he went on that T Wayne tour with Lil Wayne? Yes. Yes. I, I was there, it. y'all. I was in the nosebleed. <laughs> I was like, yes, T Pay. So, um, yeah, but it's so interesting how, literally, to your point, Garnett, like when new stuff comes out, people are always against it, almost like the mumble rap, right? Like everybody's like, ah, oh, we don't like this or like auto tune or whatever the next thing's going to be. And then literally years later, people adopt it, you know, like I don't think Drake would be able to sing. Would, would it not be for auto tune? Right. You know, Drake is not the best singer, but, right. I, you know, I think maybe he's getting better, but I'm pretty sure like you were saying, but yeah, is he his range is from here to here. Right. Like I'm <laughs> sure they're using auto tune on that. Right. <laughs> what you said, Shayna? I said he probably seen a vocal coach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So it seems like this is the vocal episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even like I didn't even like I didn't even plan it this way. I just picked what I saw all up and down my timeline. So they're saying the next versus battle is going to be Tony Braxton and Mary J. Blige, 4th of July. I saw that today. I mean, I mean yeah. who said Mary? You said Beyonce. Beyonce, you said Mary don't sing better than Beyonce. You said that, Shayna? Mary got hits. I, I think uh, I'm talking about vocal ability. I love Mary J. Blige. Uh, like Mary has sung my life story. I'm just talking about just the vocal ability and the range. But that versus I was like, oh, I can't even do that now on the 4th of July because I'm going to need to be home. <laughs> right. Tony's going to be like, wear something real sexy, have that hair, like real. Right. And then Mary's going to come out like, Mary's going to give us a dance. She's going to get on the knees, wear knee boots. Right. Do you know, do her little Mary Bob. Yes. <laughs> her bop is crazy. Her bop is legendary. <laughs> These are one of those that you can't even pick. First of all, I just think I just think their catalog is so different, which mm -hmm. is why I think I'm going to I don't know. I feel like I'm going to struggle with this one a little bit. I mean, I'm excited about the vocals, but Tony's catalog is completely different from Mary's. Mm -hmm. And it's like Mary got a lot of hip hop. She's the queen of hip hop soul. Right. Tony Braxton is literally R&B. So yeah. that's why I was like, 
a little conflicted because I don't know how their catalogs are going to stack up. Yeah. Well, from what we learned so far still is that, you know, it all depends on the artists. I mean, if we, <laughs> if, if, as far as like we're judging wins and losses per round and stuff like that, you never know what some of these artists are going to play. But for me, I really think I, I, I'm going to go with Mary. I think she's almost untouchable. I think you have to put somebody like a Beyonce up against her if, if, if we're going round for round, song for song, um, as far as just playlists and stuff like that. Uh, my mom used to play her a lot growing up, like a whole bunch. So like I was just riding around the other day listening to the My Life album. Like that's oh, that, that's you you gotta say like that's that's really that that brings back childhood memories as far as somebody that just got hits on hits on hits, like to this day, like just like super hits. Um I'm not uh I, I am familiar with Tony Braxton for sure, uh, but you know, that wasn't Played. That's like more early 90s. Yeah. That, that wasn't played as much in my household. It was played, but not as much. I definitely know songs, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm a you little- You had some ratchets in your house. That's why, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know where we from. <laughs> you know where we from. It gotta be a little ratchet, a little bit. You know They like to dance and cook and, you know, yep. that stuff. So yeah, so, I, I'm gonna go with Mary. So here are some Tony Braxton songs, right? Just to kind of give you like a comparison of the catalog, right? Unbreak my heart. I like Say love me again. again. So um, he wasn't man enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be a man about it. Breathe again. Uh, you're making me hot. You're making me hot. Um, another sad love song. As long as I live, you mean the world to me. You are my everything. Actually, no um, more songs than I thought. Right. So there's a, it's not the catalog. It's more so, I think Mary has more hip hop inspired songs. Than well, it's in both of your points. So I think to Garnett's point, I think when they get to the more current stuff is where Tony might struggle. Because not that she hasn't put albums out. Well, she did at one point wanted to retire because her songs weren't like charting like she would want them to. And I think that's where they're going to struggle when they get, you know, out of the nineties and even at late two, and into more current days, Mary's going to have some, not that she's put out new music, but she's going to have some more hits that are more relevant than some of Tony's. So here's Mary family affair. It go get them haters. In this dancery. <laughs> Um, I will live my life, my life's just fine, fine, fine. Um, be okay. without you, real love, and then I'm going down. I'm losing my mind when that comes on. Um, I can't love you. Uh, what else? Can little Kim come out? Can little Kim come out? <laughs> Take me as I am. Ooh, that song be making me cry. Um, uh, what else? You remind me. Uh, what else? Uh, rainy days. It's no, that's not Mary J. Black. That's the wrong song. No more drama. I mean, there's so many on here. So many. Be happy. And then these are not even the songs with the rappers on them. No, she got hits. There's no right. no denying. Mary got hits for days. Yeah. And again, Tony, I'm a Tony fan. I just this gonna be a tough one. Yeah, it she, really she, is. She had the stars back in the day. Go, go yeah, ahead. but Tony, 
the one that she gonna sing and I'll be crying and she better sing it is How Could an Angel Break My Heart? Because that song, it still gets me. I don't even know why I was so young and I wasn't going through nothing and that song. <laughs> but now I'll be older and I was in the car one day like, then she had the Kitty G version. I was like, it's so beautiful and sad at the same time. No, when Mary sings, just take me yes. as I am or have nothing at all. Yo, I was a little girl. And I didn't know what the damn song was talking about, but I was like, someone needs to take me as I am or have nothing at all. You know what I would love with Mary would redo? So on Faith's first album, there was a Mary Faith, uh, Rolls Royce was the group, a uh, do-over of Love Don't Live Here Anymore. And Mary is on the original cut. Mm-hmm. Like they did it, you know, I, like me and my sister, my sister was a young, young mother, so she was pregnant at the time, 17, we used to listen to that all the time. And then I read later in Faith's book, because I think I re-bought the album later, and I was like, yo, I don't hear Mary on here. And later in Faith's book, she said what happened was during that time, her and Mary wind up button heads. Like she didn't really know, but people, people were fueling it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she got the blind hair too. Puffy trying to make her you. So Mary asked for her vocals to be removed. So then Faith had to re-record it. So if you have the original, you get it. But if you download it now, you won't get it. I would love for them to redo it. Cause the, it was like the combination of both of their voices yeah. made it so dope. And then, then she got You're All I Need with Method Man. Mm-hmm. That was my little high school song with my little high school boo, my first boyfriend. And then you're all, uh, no, all that, um, all that I got is you with Ghostface. She got rapper mm-hmm. records, Can't Knock the Hustle with Jay, um, yeah. she, Real Love with Biggie, Family Affair with Jada Kiss and Fab. She, she, I mean, I can love you, Lil Kim. We mentioned that. I don't know, man. We'll it's see how this plays in. out. It, it's I'm gonna locked be a lot in. of July A lot. I also think too, like just during that time, especially her early career, man, she got a chance to really work with some heavy hitters, like mm. some real heavy hitters, some song producers, some songwriters that you know she had samples that was getting cleared. That was like, you know, that's that's just hard to compete against. It really is. That's a hard thing to go up against, man. Yeah. I mean, well, Tony had baby face. But again, you're talking about different types of writers and producers. Like, that's what I said. But it's like when you think about who else can go against Mary, no one can really go against Mary. So I understand why they would put Tony there because Tony has the catalog, but the quality of their music is just different. You know, Mary's music is R&B, but it's a little bit more hip hop. And, you know, it kind of got some attitude to it. And Tony's songs are just all straight up love songs. Yeah. You know, there's no there's not a whole lot of edge or attitude to Tony's music. Yeah. Now, if you would have spliced some Tamar up in there, <laughs> you definitely go get the edge of attitude, you know? Well, that might have been not one music, <laughs> but just in the verses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into our topic, um, which stems from some drama that we saw on social media. Um, you know, we know that. Tori shot Megan. That's still an ongoing uh, legal situation. Initially, when this happens, um, the baby released a song with Megan. And apparently there was a song that the baby had done with Tory Lanez already. And he went out of his way to let people know that he didn't clear that song. So he clearly made his alliance with Megan. They dropped Cry Baby. They dropped the video and all of that. Right. So fast forward, maybe a year, a couple of months later. Now the baby dropped the song with Tori. 
So, um, you know, people were saying some cracking jokes on social media. Someone said Tori and the baby, uh, you know, are similar because they both shot someone and, and haven't went to jail for it. And I guess it was a joke. The baby retweeted it and it started a firestorm of Megan and the baby going back and forth. Um, so the baby tried to make it seem like this isn't a beef. I worked with you. I worked with them. I'm not involved. So that kind of started making me think because there are so many times where people get caught in the middle between two other people or sometimes friends, sometimes acquaintances in business. A lot of the times, like, say, I have a problem with you, you know, and, I, you know, you have a problem with that person and I'm cool with you. It doesn't mean that I have a problem with the other person. What do you guys think about this? What do you do when your friends have problems with one another? Um, is it different because she was shot? So it's not even like just a beef, but it was it's more so of like a woman who was literally in 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 an abusive situation where her her life was threatened by a man with a gun in in a sense, you know, Mm -hmm. and this is that makes it like that makes it more serious. So, you know, you can't kind of flop between two sides. What are your thoughts on this? I think that in this situation is a little different because the Megan wound up tweeting that they had a one-on-one conversation about it. And I do understand that he's claiming he didn't clear it, but I don't think that the baby didn't know that this song was going to be clear because again, you stopped clearing it the first time. Right. I think that even if it was going to happen, if you chose the clear side, which are on to your point, such a serious issue. I think that even if you said, listen, I know you're not going to be happy about this, but this is what's happening. You know, at least the conversation, because again, when she got caught into it was again, because of the retweet and all the jokes. So it's like, if me and you had a serious conversation, if I come to you like Nina, I come to you like Garnett, like dude tried to rape me, like he, or whatever the case is. And then you're like, you know what? I'm not going to work with him. But then I see you working with him as friends. If they really were friends, even if you had to work with them, I guess I would just appreciate a conversation first. So I know before the world knows kind of thing. Like, I'm not like blindsided. Like somebody's not like, oh, Shayna, go check Twitter. You know, Mina or Garnett was like with him. Like, at least I know when the blow maybe not that hard, because I do think in that industry, it's hard, you know, not to work with certain. Well, it's not that hard, but, you know, in their lanes, it's, it may be hard not to do certain things, especially, you know, coming out of COVID and with your careers. But I think a conversation would have been appropriate. And I do think that with friends, because I do have friends that be like, oh, I don't like her. But I'm like, oh, she ain't never do nothing to me. Again, the, based right. on the level of what it is, I might have to tell them like, oh, just so you know, like, I'm going such and such going to be there. Like, just so you ain't even pissed when I'm in the picture. Like, really? I told her I don't like that girl, but I don't think I've ever had. <laughs> How dare you situation. get in the picture with her? <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I've never had a situation like this, like where somebody was like shot or something. Because if you was, and again, Megan and, and the baby probably weren't friends from the beginning. But if you was really my friend, we we not banging. But either level, I think a conversation should have been had because they're such public figures. And again, maybe he wasn't thinking from that retweet it was going to become as big. But again, you do have to think everything you do is has a microscope on it so i think if he would have had a conversation with her maybe she would have been like she probably still would have been pissed but it might have felt different he knew what he was doing the baby's not stupid why would you retweet something like that like yeah come on bro and he does questionable things all the time he's always in the news Uh, 
You know what I'm saying? He's always like he's either smacking someone or cursing somebody out. His boys just got indicted for for shooting people like he's always in something. I just don't. I think he has questionable judgment. I don't think he makes that's not funny. It's not funny to say that you shot somebody. and You still like, you know what I mean? Like for him to even say, oh, it was a joke. Like it's actually not funny. Like you shouldn't be trying to retweet that because that's the kind of guy he is. Remember he beat up the guy that didn't pay Mm -hmm. him the promoter on. He's that's just who he is. Like he thinks this stuff is funny, you know, beating up people on social media and and, you know, doing all the shenanigans that he be doing this. This is a big joke to him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and it's sad because you can't align yourself with someone. This isn't like we have beef. This is like, you shot me. (laughs) Like, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shot me. So if you're going to make a a clear alliance to me, then it's disrespectful for you to go and then try to be cool with that person. Like, you should have stayed neutral if that was the case, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually agree with a lot of stuff that y'all just said, um, especially about, you know, having that one-on-one conversation, even though, you know, necessarily because they're probably not friends, going back to what Shayna was saying, this is like a clear indication, you know, that they probably weren't that friend, uh, that good of a friend, and business is business, and to him, that's how he's always going to look at it. Um, But if you are going to have that conversation, at least be upfront and honest, because he could have had a conversation with Tori as well and found out his side of the story in order to go and work with him. But even if that's the case, maybe you do tell a friend, maybe not an associate, but you do tell a friend, hey, listen, you know, I talked to him. He seems like a good guy. I don't know what happened between y'all, but this is where I'm at with it. I'm here to make music. I'm here to make money. I'm here to feed my family. And this is what I'm going to do. And going to me and his point on, you know, just the person who who he's telling us he is. I, you know, I don't know him personally, but, you know, from the antics, from the incidents that we see online, his judgment is a little shaky. And, you know, it's all because he just worried about himself. He's not caring about, the next person he's not caring about you know the artists or what they got going on because he didn't come into the game with anybody you know he don't he came in with his friends and his family people he actually grew up with he didn't grow up with any of these people so you know he's going to go in here try to make his money and make it happen but this is to me when you this is what happens when we end up playing both sides it ends up getting right. messed no matter what Yep. No, no matter what, it just ends up getting messy because you aren't being upfront and honest and you're going back and forth saying this to one, saying this to somebody else, saying this to another person. And even on the tweet, I, I think he's self, so self-centered that I don't even think he retweeted it really caring about Megan's feelings. He just wanted to let people well, clearly he, that he shot somebody. That was that, that's the part that was funny to him. Maybe not the other part. Like I get that, but yeah, like I'm a gangster. I'm a goon. This is what I really do. You know, this is who I am. Because this is stuff that he continues to push and promote out there. Like you were saying, I mean, as far as just beating people up on camera, it's like that's a crime. <laughs> that's a clear <laughs> crime. And you're, you're saying, a criminal. <laughs> you know what though? I've interviewed him before. He's not nice at all. He has this arrogance about him. I mean, I think when I interviewed him, I I said like a little joke and he said something like really rude, like and then got up and bounced. Like when when we interviewed him, he came with his artist, you know, Mm -hmm. and I guess he was like trying to like, you know, have us interview his artist. And, And I kept trying to ask him questions. And I was like, 
the baby, we're trying to interview you. <laughs> like, not right. this artist who we don't know on your million dollar whatever label, you know? And it's like, you know, and he just, I don't know, he was just so rude and arrogant. And it's like, bro, you barely, at this point, he barely has like two songs, two, three songs. Like, why would we want to come and talk to your artist who has no songs? Right. Like, you should be here promoting your stuff and open to having a conversation with us in this interview. But I, we kept trying to direct it back to him. And he was just so rude. Like, you know, he was like, oh, it ain't about me. It's about him. We don't even know who this is. He don't we even know song. You got two songs. What do you like? What is wrong with you, bro? But he was so rude and and just mean and arrogant. You know what I'm saying? And at the end, he just got up and bounced. He just has this like, I don't know if it's a street thing because I don't think it's a street thing because I know plenty of street dudes who have morals and manners and they treat people with respect, you know, and, and they're people not to be played with. He just has this asshole kind of like demeanor and it comes through a lot. And these are the moments where we're seeing it. You know, people don't really know who he is. They haven't had any interactions with him. Mm -hmm. So they might not realize how much of an asshole he is. But based off that interaction with him, he's a whole asshole. And like, I, you know, when I see these things on social media, they're not surprising to me because when people show you who they are once, believe them. So mm -hmm. I just think he's an asshole kind of guy and he has a lot of attention right now and he probably thinks like he could do whatever and get away with it and then wash his hands. It's almost like the person who throws the rock and then says it wasn't me. Like you stirred up this whole situation and then try to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm not trying to be in no beef. I'm not trying to do right. none of that. Like, how are you going to throw the rock and then hide your hand when you were so openly blatant, you know, to side with Megan at first? Oh, right. I ain't clear his song. Like you clearly pick the side. Don't pick a side and then sidetrack and then right. backpedal. You know, and then it's just try to play victim, corny like to say, me. You ain't clear it. You 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 ain't know now. Goodbye. <laughs> Nobody in your camp is running anything without you and clearing no music without you knowing. Bye. Yeah, I just think it speaks to his character, really. And the more that we learn about him, the more stuff that happens. You know, sometimes I see like videos of him with his daughter and he's clearly a great dad. And I don't think he's a you know, he's an all around crap guy, but he has based off my interaction with him. He just has like asshole things about himself, you know, and um, he's 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 not polite. Sometimes he's just rude. Like, just a rude, like, go over there. I don't even want to talk to you again. Goodbye. I don't care how many songs you got. I don't know how, I don't care how much money you have, how many hits you have. You're just a rude motherfucker. And like, you can go that way. I don't need to have a conversation with you or your artist that nobody knows about. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the thing too, though, Mina, is that, you know, when things start to slow down a little bit or when you're trying to figure out your next move, you know, you tend to make decisions that you wouldn't have made early on. You know, you don't, we still don't know if you're going to be here next year, you know, or I'm pretty sure that was, you was thinking that as well when you were trying to interview him. It's like, Hey, you only got a couple songs. Like people do this every year. Like you're not doing anything groundbreaking. You know, you are a great artist so far, but it could be one and done, you know, it could be one album and then you're out of here. So I really think when people, you know, start to see certain things that they start to compromise exactly who they are, in certain situations in order to hang on to the longevity, whether it's, you know, uh, posting the drama or, you know, doing what I guess what he's doing in this situation and playing both sides to try to get the most out of it for himself. 
not Tory Lanez and not Meg Thee Stallion. It's for himself. So it's just a shame because I, I think he's genuinely like a smart guy and he's talented. But, you know, a lot of the times your people skills come in so important in life. You know, it's not even in just the industry, but in life, how do you treat people? How do you talk to people? How do you carry yourself? You know, this was my first time meeting him. I've never had a conversation with him. I've never met him. And it left such a bad taste in my mouth, you know? So like moving forward, like when I see these things on social media I, and, and also, you know, the way that he carries himself with other people, it's not surprising to me, but it doesn't make him that like a likable person to me, you know? Right. And, you know, just because you have to treat people with respect. And I don't know why he's like that. And, you know, I, and this is why I feel like 50 Cent is like such a great example because he had like the worst persona around him, but you never hear anybody say anything bad about mm-hmm. him. He's That's never been true. rude to me a day in my life. And I would say, and I would say 50 and the baby kind of have that same kind of like I joke on people or, you know, mm-hmm. like that same kind of persona. But I've interviewed 50 a couple of times and never has he come mm-hmm. off as rude or arrogant or, you know, full of himself mm-hmm. or just disrespectful, like never. You know, he's he's been on time. He's been polite. He's been a businessman. Right. You know, like and that's really what it comes down to. And like with this situation, you know, it's just unfortunate because that that's kind of how, you know, this isn't surprising to me. That's all I'm trying to say. I don't I don't think he, he has the best judgment and the way that he, you know, he let this play out wasn't the best. To your Mm -hmm. point, Shayna, he could have easily had a conversation with Megan you know, to, to give her the heads up and just explain it. But for him to retweet that, which you know what he was doing, you're not dumb. No. You know, you retweet that and then all of a sudden you like, oh, well, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, okay, well, you you made, you kind of interjected yourself into it when you said, oh, I'm not going to clear his song and then put out a song with her and was in the video with her. Yeah. Yeah. But in real life, <laughs> shooting not included, you know, I, I mean, I think the way to do it is just stay out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. I think I think it just definitely depends on what, the, again, if it's just like, I don't like her. Like, why do you like her? I don't know. I don't like her. Like, you know, it's just, it all depends on, you know, knowing who your, your friend or family member or business person may be. Now, if it's business, I will say it's different. It got to be, like, if there is something ethically a person has done, then that's like a little bit more clear cut. Like, no, he stole money from me. This is like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's probably that's somebody I'm gonna be around. But you know, I, I think there's just different levels. But again, I think if you're going to be a friend, you just have to check where your loyalty and your alliance lies and then handle it in a way of knowing and being respectful of who your friend, business partner, associate, or whatever is. I've been in situations where literally two people that I was close to hated each other. And like, I, you know, they talk about each other to me and I just, I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, now that is different and that's very hard. Like you yeah, have to I'm stay like, I don't, in the neutral zone at that point. Yeah, I'm not going to react. I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to engage. I just change the subject. Because <laughs> right. I, my whole thing is that might be the relationship that y'all have. But I have different relationships with these people. And this is not like, oh, that's my friend and I don't like her and and I don't and you don't know her. It's not that it's I know both of these people very well. 
and right. I have personal relationships with them. And in that case, I just stay out of it. I don't get involved at all. And, you know, I'm, I tell one, you know, Hey, I respect your feelings, but you respect that. I know this person. I have a friendship with this person. And I tell the other one, the same thing, you know, and I hang out with them separate. I don't talk about any of them. Like I don't allow it to happen in front of me. I'll just change the subject. It can be hard though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, from even my experience, I feel like I'm like Martin Luther King when it comes to my friends at times. <laughs> Not Martin Luther King. <laughs> no, Please come through, MLK. Okay. Come through. <laughs> Listen, because it really did. Uh, you know, I, I, I have friends that, you know, have come to blows, you know, and um, I, I, I do understand that it's, it can be forgiveness and everything, you know, no matter how bad the situation is. If that person is still here, it's a way to heal and forgive that person. Here go Gandhi. So Some things are not gonna be healed, bruh. No, I mean, I, I mean Some things just need to be left alone. You, you can say that in a sense because I mean I, I don't like holding on to hate or even waking up feeling like same I, I wanna do anything to anybody, even if that person does, you know, did something to me. And now that's a hard thing to get over. I understand that. But it is time and it's effort on working on that. So, you know, even with my friends, you know, I, when I hear certain things, when I'm speaking to them separately, I always try to bring peace to the situation because it's like, dude, you said you want to do this to this person. And it's like, for what at the end of the day? Like, y'all once were that cool. I understand some things got in between y'all to get to this situation. And y'all don't have to be best friends again, but your next your next move got to be your best move man that's that's it you shouldn't want to wake up and just feel completely like hey i want to do something to somebody or i feel bad when i think about somebody like that so that's how usually i try to approach it i've i've pieced up a couple friendships that you know seem like it they was going off the deep end but you know at the end of the day cooler heads prevail at the end of the day you're still here this person is still here and Y'all can live separate lives, but you got to think about what's important. Is going to jail important? I don't think so. So why would you put yourself in a position to do it? Like I said, that don't mean that you even have to be friends with this person, but you will be around this person. I don't like this. You know, I don't like basing my moves off of other people. If I want to show up somewhere, I'll show up somewhere. Even if I have an issue with somebody or somebody has an issue with me, it's better, like I'm not going to mean if, if, if I have an issue with one of your friends and you invite me to your birthday party, I would feel like a clown not showing up because of somebody else when you're my friend. Yeah, I'm not like that. Yeah. I'm showing up. No, right. <laughs> I don't care right. who's right. there. I'm and there. Now, and, and, and the way I look at it is, yeah, we don't have to be best friends at all. And I know time and distance equals forgiveness. So it may be some time and it may be okay. some distance. Hey, man, I, I did. You got to listen. You, MLK, come through. You got your robe on today. You real Gandhi-ish. Look, he got the robe on. Where's your incense at? Listen, I, I actually got some Palo Santo. You know, Sage little cousin is in here. Palo Santo, I got some of that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 big on that. It's just really, you know, seeing seeing it to the next level. So that's what I always try to do when it's problems within, you know, my friends or with me and maybe another friend. I would want my friends to do the same thing, not to perpetrate it or not to be like, yo, you might just want to fall. Nah, I understand you got to fall back on some things, but you also got to get through them. You can't let things just completely affect you. So even in the baby situation, yeah, playing both sides like that is probably not the best thing. But maybe you should talk. Yo, Tori, you got to get your stuff together. 
he's not mature enough like that. He's not and, he's right. not gonna do that. He retweeted about shooting somebody and getting away with it. We know he's not that mature enough. <laughs> no, that's not that's not his character. He's gonna he's gonna add um lighting fluid and or and 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 fire to something. He's not gonna, you know, quench it and and you know piece things up. That's that's not his from right. what I gather, yeah. that's not his vibe. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you for watching. Uh, thank you, Dexter, who apparently is watching on YouTube. Hey, Dex. Hey, Dex. He was having issues with his Zoom or whatever. I'm going to need your Zoom to get it together, Dex. Reboot right. that thing. Computer, man. Update that computer. Right. Uh, so, shout out to everybody watching us on YouTube, everyone listening on any of the audio platforms on Pandora, Spotify, you know, uh, Alexa, Amazon, Apple, Google, everything. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, thank you guys for supporting the Mina's House podcast, episode 183. I'm Mina, say what? I'm Shana B. Yeah, baby. Garnett Briscoe. <laughs> Talk to y'all next week, okay? Be <laughs> nice and polite and don't shoot people. Don't, don't retweet about shooting people. Right. Right. Exactly. Bye, y'all. <laughs>